0: what is going on welcome to episode 89 of pub sports talk having a little fun with the switch wrap if you watch on youtube uh it came loaded with all this wonderful graphics and stuff so uh, you got a little taste there on the intro but with me tim the doctor not a doctor but he really a doctor fauna who beat covid baby (laughs) Matt, who's beat COVID not once, but twice. Whitehorn in the building from across the pond. And Evan, preacher man, (laughs) Fitzsimmons is in the pub, baby. Let's have a day. Uh, Slate can't be here. Uh, He's catching up on work, but we'll pour some out for him. We got Super Bowl picks. It's a Super Bowl show, a super podcast. I'm excited for this. A lot of NFL news. But before that, countries, pride are on the line. And it's all about the olympics baby fits and matt i know you guys have been tuned in me and claudia have been trying to watch the olympics uh but it, it's you know obviously being in beijing time difference is really kicking our ass we're, we're old and we like to go to bed around tim's time frame of nine 8, 9 p.m there but uh what do you guys got for us well
1: yeah similar to you i've i've just been trying to keep up the best i can uh i've pushed my my evening workouts have gone even later so I can put the Olympics on while I pump some iron, but you know, I've just kind of cut the headlines, but, but I don't know that I, that I've really been in tune with it. Uh, I know before we even got on Matt and I were going on about the, the Chinese gal in the, in the big air ski, she hit the first ever 1440 and She's just been all the news. Teenager, I think, so kind of first, first for a lot of things.
0: That is awesome. So she's getting gold for it. I haven't paid much attention here, or she's, or she looks like yeah. She's in a position for it. She got the gold, and
1: she didn't even need like her last run. She had already won gold, but it was like all right, time to go crazy, and she basically just she just went nuts like she just she she landed backwards too which i've never (laughs) i've never seen like i I mean people were doing that like which i hadn't seen before like people go down backwards and then like land backwards but she did all these like crazy moves and then landed it perfectly and it was just like yeah it was just nuts and again part of it is like watching the olympics i feel like half the events i'm like that was good that seemed good like that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that seemed like a high score um but yeah i mean it was pretty impressive to see like even not knowing what it was I was like oh man like she she just did something crazy
2: yeah absolutely matt yeah i i love the winter olympics it's on early for me so uh i have to wake up early which means like you don't know, get to start working you know, and finish early but yeah um Winter Olympics, it's it's so great to watch. I mean, um, I think goo is unbelievable. Um, You know, there was a bit of controversy about, you know, where the medal should actually go to or who it should go to. Um, But yesterday I watched, or was it today? I watched the USA Women's versus Canada uh, ice hockey match. And I tell you what, Canada Women absolutely trounced Americans. And I was like, damn, this Canadian team is unbelievable. And I was like, watch this again. Oh, this is this ice hockey stuff is actually pretty good. I probably should listen to Slate more often on this <laughs> podcast. Um,
0: <laughs> no, yeah, J. Grey was all about this hockey rivalry between the women of Canada and US. And I was reading a stat, Matt, you you know, you ain't got a chance to actually watch it, but it said like US was dominating shot selection. Like they seem like they're putting pucks on net, but Canadian goalies, get that out of here. And they just oh, kept yeah. it moving.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the Canadian goalie had an unbelievable game. She kept up loads of stuff. And um, Canada, to use a phrase of my kind of football, they played like tick attacker. Like they played like Barcelona. Like the way they quickly moved the puck around was unbelievable. Just like literally one touch and like to slap it around. It's unbelievable. It's so cool. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, Team GB are so bad at Winter Olympics. I always like to root for other countries and i i will be rooting for canada in all events just to let you know all <laughs> that. that's fair That's fair. pick up canada
1: yeah the other uh, the other controversy i saw was men speed skating the the gold medal race or the medal race um between five five uh speed skaters it's like three from china and two from bulgaria i think and like they were like duking it out you know it's like a nine lap race they're duking it out and then there was a penalty halfway through the race like they they'd done like five laps and they called a penalty and i i was like i don't know what you do it was like like a if there's a crash like in nascar you know there's like a yellow it's a caution but like there was a crash and they just restarted the race <laughs> like like they had to just restart it. And the announcers were even saying, like, man, the, like these, like these are speed skaters. These aren't distance skaters. So you already get through half the race. You're a little gassed. And then there was controversy the second time. So they only did it with four skaters the second time. But it came down to the final stretch and the Bulgarian leading just kind of extended his arm and and didn't let the the guy for China buy. And the guy from China retaliated. He kind of pushed Bulgaria. So at the finish, they're both sliding on their ass and they're like, oh, Bulgaria won. And then, real quickly, they DQ'd Bulgaria. They said, nope, no. Not, not him. It goes to China. And it was weird because the Chinese guy was the, you know, he had the retaliation. He's the guy who really, you know, had the push that made them both end up falling. But just the the little arm extension, so that was some controversies. Like, you know, was that warranted? And again, no, knowing nothing about speed skating, <laughs> yeah. but it was just a crazy, you know, for it to restart and then start again and then end with this just crazy finish. Yeah, that was
0: that was some excitement as well. I wish Slate was on here because he'd be like, "Hey, that's just racing, bro. That's just bumping and <laughs> racing. That's all we're yeah. doing."
1: Yeah, I know. I yeah. thought of Tim. Actually, when I when I watched it, because I'm like Tim would just troll and come up with like you know, just like what they should be allowed. Like, oh, they should be allowed to carry like a club or something.
3: <laughs> Man, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Think of speed skating with like some sort of like uh, weapon. Yeah, some blunt force weapon. Man, anything nice.
0: goes. I'm here for it. Yeah, you get one weapon, anything you want. Banana peel, go. like Mario <laughs> Kart.
2: You know? I would I would have an umbrella and just open it up, just push people away.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, look at the medal count. I mean, Sweden is crushing it right now. Four gold, one silver, one bronze. They're at six total medals. United States, all the way down at 17th. We got zero gold, four silvers, and one bronze. We got to get our gold medal up. Um, Netherlands and China and Germany, Norway, I'll have three gold apiece. And that's really what you weigh Olympics in is yes, the total metal count, but it's really that gold that really counts. And, uh, it's early, you know, we still got a little bit more time for these winter Olympics and I'm excited for snowboard. I'm excited to see Sean white with his last competition ever. Hopefully Shit. flying tomato gets to dominate. I was going to say, we got <laughs>
1: curling. I got my schedule in front of me. That's so why I'm looking up. Curlings in the next couple of days. And maybe that's already happened again. We're 13 hours behind. Hmm. Um, but I know that's a chance for us to medal. Snowboarding, obviously, Sean
0: White. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited for it, and uh, I've been trying to catch the highlights. Hopefully, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I get to watch actually a little bit live action. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, anything else in Olympic we want to talk about
2: real quick? Uh, make sure you check out the snowboarding slope style. Um, it might actually be done by the end of this. It actually, comes out, but. It's like Formula One, but snowboarding. It's literally four riders at the top of the hill. First one down, there wins. It's unbelievable. That's awesome.
0: I love it. It's like uh, it's like that old PlayStation game. It's like Ten Eighty.
2: SS-
0: yeah, Ten Eighty. Yeah, that's what it is. Ten Eighty. Ten Eighty. I love it. Uh, well, let's move into the NFL realm here. You gotta get the right music. A lot of things have popped off since we, you know, talked last week. And we got to talk about the big news coming out of Vegas. Vegas, man. The NFL keeps taking L's there. And it's just relentless. Alvin Kamara gets arrested for, uh, for uh, not domestic violence, but assault. Sorry, assault. And uh, it's like, he's apparently with a group, a posse. Uh, Some guy says something to him next to an elevator. And a scuffle breaks out, and then Kamara chases his guy's down, punches him, and kicks him while he's on the ground. Like I think he gets kicked in the or he gets punched in the face nine times and kicked twenty three times while he's on the ground. He gives he goes unconscious. This is stuff that just can't happen. Um, what is your all thoughts here? It, to me, I was shocked it was Kamara. Like he had just played in the Pro Bowl. Literally, like three hours later, he's arrested in handcuffs.
3: Man, it you know, it, it's a different situation, but this reminds me of, like, Ray Rice. Mm. So, Ray Rice, I mean, they just won the Super Bowl. Ray Rice is this bell cow of a running back, and this video breaks out. Now, that's more of a domestic abuse issue in the elevator, but he was done. Like, you don't hear about Ray Rice any longer in the league. No. As much talent as Alvin has, I wonder... If he's gonna get the same treatment of I mean, if you're you can't do that to a human being, you can't just go and do that. Like, come on now. You gotta be better than that. What do you guys think?
1: <laughs> I sent y'all the video of the the longest yard <laughs> clip with uh it's Nelly as I can't remember the running back. Uh Megan. Yeah, Maget or something. Yeah, like y'all got a running back they're already dubbing like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's a good question is like, is there a, you know, is there a prison sentence for this or is it
0: just, you know, pay a fine and, and move on? I mean, it, yeah. It's five against one. I think, you know, for sure charges were pressed. Yeah. I I say he's done the NFL Tim. I think you're right. Yeah.
3: Cause I mean, I mean, he had a, a decent year last year or this season. Like it wasn't like MVP worthy. Like some of his other seasons may have been like, I don't know if his play on the field, especially with all the revamping that the saints are doing justifies covering this up, so to speak, and just continuing to let him play. I I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, obviously we don't know what the man said or what happened before this. All we know is Kamara was, five against one there and he was getting his licks in which it just can't happen like it, it really can't you know you're at this high pedestal you got a posse for a reason even if he said something to you disrespected you whatever that's not worth risking your career you got shooters baby let your shooters shoot come on what are we doing mind-blowing vegas did we talk about moving nfl out of vegas for sure like raiders you're going back to <laughs> oakland sorry
1: Yeah, I think that's – for me, that's the biggest head-scratcher for me is like just Vegas is just constantly in the headlines with this. And even like – I hate this thought, but like how many more things have to happen for them to consider like really like moving out of Vegas?
0: Yeah. You just spent all this money on a new stadium and moving the team there. It's like, uh, sorry, we can't – PR can't keep affording this. It's ridiculous. Matt, any thoughts from across the pond? (laughs)
2: Um not really, but there's also been quite a few issues with footballer footballer players at uh, my side with abuse mm, and assault. Yeah. Um uh Mason Greenwood has been arrested and um for be for sorting his girlfriend quite viciously. Um and then West Ham centre back Kurt Zuma, there's a video of him released recently where he was um, kicking his cat, and I was like, Pfft. "Yeah, kicking his cat, kicking his cat, like kitty cat, like <laughs> kitty meow. cat." Yeah, and it's just like both are just—I don't know. It's, it's just head scratching. What goes through these guys' minds? Like, these guys have got everything at their, you know, yeah. professional athletes have got everything at the top of their, um, you know, toes. They could do anything they want, really, but it's incredible how deep they fall from the pedestal, right?
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah. Wild, wild. Well, yeah, I, I'm really curious to what happens with Alvin Kamara and all these pro athletes, but, man, yeah, Roger Goodell's got to be pissed. Uh, moving on, we talked about the Pro Bowl a little bit here. Is it time to change the Pro Bowl? I don't know if you guys watched it, you watch highlights of it, but it was literally two-hand tagged. For 98% of it and I I'm not here to be one of those fans like I remember you know Sean Taylor knocking out Mormon's head and the, you know the like that was a cool moment but these guys this is the only all star game played at the end of the season they've gone through since June July of just beating the hell out of each other they're they're tired they're restful they're going to be free agents in a month is it really worth being injured in the Pro Bowl and, and losing out on millions of dollars no I think it's time for a change turn it to flag football or something just the guys really they're playing two-hand tag anyways so what's the point what's your all thoughts on it yeah I think it's it it is weird I don't
1: you know I go through years where I'll watch the Pro Bowl and like I actually sit down and watch it and usually I'm doing something else like I'm I'm playing games or or like texting the entire game um this year is just watching highlights on youtube and even the highlights it's like it, there's no defense it's you know i even hate like the quarterbacks in the pocket like they just stand back there it's like they're not gonna sack you even if they get you like it's not no. like it's not real football and i'm with you it's trying to figure out like is there a way like i even thought like why are they wearing pads Like they don't they really don't even need to wear pads. Like they could be out there with like the Pro Bowl visor and and their (laughs) t-shirts and stuff. And would would we even care if they didn't have a game? Like if they didn't or did something else. The other thing I want to talk about was the skills challenge, but I I want to hold off on that. Yeah. If y'all got thoughts just about the game. Yeah, Tim and Matt.
3: What if, um, so like, uh, I don't know the timeline. How soon do people know that they're in the Pro Bowl?
0: It's like literally the week of pretty much because you um, know, Brady retires the start of the week, somebody has to replace him. Super Bowl teams obviously can't participate.
3: Because I'm thinking, like, what if you take the Pro Bowl players? And for each each year, you have a different sport. So you're like, all right, this year's Pro Bowl, we're playing baseball. And you get all these oh. athletes, you know, who are these NFL Pro Bowl athletes, and they're trying to hit, you know, just a normal overhand pitch or, like, haven't played basketball. And so that's why I was thinking, like, maybe you could, you could have enough time to kind of train a little bit, but if it's, like, a week before – or like you could do like ice skating one year, like and have like two oh, yeah. hockey teams and have them just—I mean—they won't beat the tar out of each other—but like that would be cool to see an NFL player, you know, playing baseball or cricket or like all these different. That's pretty. I don't cool. know. Like, what well, do you guys what, think about that? They so have I. The Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have another thought
1: is because you know watching the skills challenge is sometimes they'll have like I remember Von Miller one year did the the precision passing (laughs) and he was terrible. Like he was just awful. But then seeing um, like when, when Stefan Diggs was guarding his brother, um, you know, so you got Stefan on defense and his brother playing offense. I was just thinking, what if they did the pro bowl, but you, you had to play a different position (laughs) or like, so you switch up so Russell Wilson's a wide receiver now. Or you put
0: him on the line. Yeah. You
1: know, something like that. I don't know. I just but I thought that was interesting is watching other players in different positions. And like maybe if
0: they did stuff like that, it'd be more fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I like both those ideas of switching up positions or just switching up the sport entirely, and let them have fun with whatever sport it is. Uh, there's another thought going on around the internet. I'll Obviously, I don't think this will ever happen, but you have the two worst teams play for the number one pick <laughs> for Pro Bowl week. Um, hmm. I don't think that's going go. to happen. But I'd watch it more. I mm. want it, That'd be more entertaining than the Pro Bowl. Uh, but Fitz, you want to talk about Skill Challenge? I really enjoyed watching Skill Challenge, whether it's playing dodgeball, whether it's the, the throwing contest and Justin Jefferson just sucking terribly trying to throw a football and russell wilson just dicing up saving it or <laughs> stefan diggs with the jumping through a table to catch a pass like that was awesome these yeah. skill challenges i think their next level you know michael parsons winning the 40-yard dash like that stuff is awesome
1: yeah i thought the the best catch was actually really cool like that's as close as we're gonna get to a dunk contest mm-hmm. for nfl mm-hmm. all-star weekend and NFL Star Week, Pro Bowl Weekend, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just thought that was a chance for players to be really creative. You know, this was the very first one, so you don't know how it's going to go. But I think there's potential for that to be like a really cool event and just and get really creative. You know, again, Stefan Diggs jumping through the table. I thought that was brilliant. You know, yeah. they're just they were just really creative. I thought that was a chance for players to be creative, fun to watch, and it's still not like it's not where it could be. Like it's mm-hmm. still a little bit like, yeah, this is this is goofy to watch. But I think <laughs> I think there's potential that it could be like the event that we go, you know, like the dunk contest is like, oh, you're not missing NBA All Star Weekend is like, oh, I got to watch
2: the best catch. Like that's always that's always yeah. going to be good. I agree with you. Boys, any thoughts about skills challenge? Yeah, did anybody see how bad Kirk Cousin was on the precision uh, precision pass? Yeah, it was (laughs) was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And Mac Jones
0: was real bad too. Like they just kept (laughs) going for the bombs. I'm like, dude, Russell Wilson just showed you how it's done. Just dice under the middle and just get your points. Oh man, yeah, I'm with you. Well. I I think, yeah, I think we're all on the same page as Pro Bowl. Something's got to change. Keep the skill challenges. Keep growing those. But the game itself has got to change. Something's got to get flipped up there. Uh, Other NFL news, a lot of NFL news to be talked about here is NFL coaches. And and to me, it seems like a bunch of names have been hired. It's a little head-scratching for me. Uh, I wanna know about you guys and and what's the worst hire? what's the best hire team's made so far? Obviously, the Vikings and Saints are still unofficial hires, and we're not sure who they're gonna hire yet. Um, but the Broncos have hired Raiders jags, bears, giants have all hired anybody anybody come to mind or you want me to go through the list real go quick? through them real quick yeah. yep perfect so uh the big one is mike mcdaniel here from the 49ers dc the guy looks like he's straight from yale math institution or something like does not look like a football guy at all uh he gets hired for the dolphins he gets a big dolphins hire and this one's a little head scratching for me i didn't know much about him uh he just i don't know i hope it works out but the dolphins i think they they went from hey you got a decent coach Really shitty organization now to a shitty organization and an unproven coach, which I don't know mm. that got any better for you. Any
2: thoughts on this one? Uh, Mike Donald's, uh looks like a uh, older Rodrigo Blankenship. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> that's,
2: all, that's all I can. That's all I can say. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a
1: like a grill dad. Like I don't, Ooh. I don't know, just like a classic dad.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't. I, I know nothing about him. Yeah, I I don't know, just we're not elite athletes and we can't take them seriously. Oh, like like <laughs> think of like an NFL athlete taking orders or like I, I don't know. I just don't see people rallying behind this <laughs> guy. Uh, I don't either. Uh, but you know the 49 Niners had a decent defense.
0: It seemed you know, he's worked his way through this. He's young. I think he's 38, 36. Maybe he's just a real cool cat, knows how to associate people. But yeah, outside looking in, I'm like, I, I don't know if I take this guy seriously. Well, it's weird because he
1: he replaced who's who's the guy? He went to the Jets. Sala Yeah. It? So yeah. he replaced him. Like, not was that even a year? So he was in he was a defensive coordinator for a year in San Fran. And I we and I know we've talked about Flores, kind of, you know being out of Miami was kind of a a tough move. I just I don't know. I feel weird I feel weird about this one. Um just cuz I don't know like I don't know what you're looking for that Flores wasn't already doing and now what is this guy going to going to bring to the table? Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Like what's he going to bring that Flores couldn't? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh moving on to the next hire. Lovey Smith backed with the Texans. Uh, Lovey Smith, beloved Bears coach. He's been kind of up and down with different teams. Now he's back with Houston. Houston already a, a circus of an organization. Now you bring back Lovey Smith, who's he never could find his grip. Even in college, he couldn't find his footing. What's our thoughts here? Sporting a great beard. Right oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. He's, he started growing up out in Illinois when he was coaching Illinois. Man, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I always liked Lovey. I I liked Lovey Smith. I just think he they can never you know Bears just can never get a quarterback, but he got them to he got him to a Super Bowl. He got him to an NFC Championship game against the Packers. He's had success. It's just it's a steep ladder to climb with the Texans. That I I just think. They they've lost their identity, you know, with yeah, with yeah. Watson, Watt, Hopkins, all those pieces. I mean, this is this is a team that it, it's gonna take something special to
0: rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hit Nell on the head. Any other thoughts here? But I like Lovey. I, I think
1: I think maybe he could be a, a stability piece and help them get back to neutral.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, uh, next one, this is this might be my favorite hire. Bill's O.C. picking up the Giants job here. Um, you know, obviously what he's done with Buffalo has been amazing. And I think what he's gonna continue to do uh with the Giants, it, it could be promising. Obviously they gotta find a quarterback, but Brian DeBall really I, I like this hire. I think he's proven it with the Bills. <laughs> He looks like a New Yorker. He does, yeah. <laughs> Not that hard of a move from Buffalo, New York. This is culture change. Yeah, he kind of looks like your guy, Tim. He looks like the the
1: Lions head coach a little bit. Like, just kind of got that. I'm, I'm just saying in the sense of he looks like he's a little blue collar, a little bit of a player's
3: coach. I'm telling you, this guy ain't biting any kneecaps off. <laughs> 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 no, I, I think um, – I think that's been the issue with the giants is like, you have all these offensive weapons, Saquon Galladay Tooney. You have all these guys and you have Jason Garrett, like calling the plays. Oh my God. So, uh, I think it's a good move. Uh, Parker, I'm right there with you. I think this was the right move for the giants. We'll see if he doesn't muff it up. Yeah, for sure. Matt, any thoughts on it?
0: Uh, no. no, 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 no. All right, Josh McDaniels, which I didn't think he'd ever get another head coaching job again. He's being signed by the Raiders. And, of course, I don't have the graphic. But the Raiders, we've already talked about just Vegas in general being kind of a death trap here. Um, And then Josh McDaniels, I don't know if he's going to do it any favors. I think they had one hell of an interim coach, and they should have probably went with him. But what do we know? What do you guys say? Well, Packers got that guy now. Yeah, Ooh, special teams coach.
1: Special teams coach. I yeah. I was jubilant
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> with that news. Yeah, I don't I don't know how the Raiders let that guy go. I I think he he showed. I mean, with all the chaos going on, I thought I thought that was an easy hire for them. Josh McDaniels, I mean, it is interesting. Again, the offensive brains. Everyone's been kind of waiting for this. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like he was kind of McDaniels, I don't know. I I don't feel good about him in the head coaching position. All I can no. say is don't buy any real estate in Vegas. Just keep <laughs> yeah. keep the family in like California or or somewhere. Just don't don't move to Vegas.
3: I agree. I think this is the biggest Scam, Fugazi. (laughs) You know, I think I think this is going to be the next big, you know, Bounty Gate or Deflate Gate. I think I think McDaniel's is just this saboteur who goes to these organizations and just dumpsters them, and then he goes back to (laughs) the Patriots. Like think of Denver. Like they drafted Tebow. Like yeah, like he he sabotages the organization. I mean, it's already Vegas. Come on. And then after he takes a dump and wipes his butt, he goes back to the Patriots. This is it. This is... (sighs) Are you saying Belichick is sending him out to destroy each organization, each (laughs) franchise? Yeah, he's a sleeper agent. Who's it going to be next?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
3: You
1: know what? Raiders on the rise. We're going to send McDaniels over there.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You
1: know, like that's that's Belichick's thought like process. He destroy he sees- them from the inside out.
3: Yeah. He sees Derek Carr's hair and he's like, we have to stop him now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Um next move. We've got Doug Peterson, former Philadelphia Eagles coach, going back to Jacksonville where he's a previous head coach. You know, I, this one. It, eh. That's how I feel about it. Uh, he's he's proven to win. He he knows how to get it done, but he's got to have talent around him. And I don't know if the Jacks have enough talent though. But we'll see. What do you guys say? Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good
1: sound good noise there for it. It's kind of <laughs> it's a little bit of a ooh like uh, it's an interesting hire. Yeah. Again, Jaguars not as bad as the Texans for me. Like mm-hmm. I think the Texans have a steeper ladder to climb. Jags, they just got they got a young quarterback, but they've got some weapons, you know. But they they still need they need some good drafts. They need they probably need like three or four drafts at least to to really turn around. But yeah, I I like it. I like Peter. I like Doug Peterson there.
3: Yeah. I don't
2: know. Yeah, if of all... oh, oh, go ahead, go oh, Thank of you. all the highs, this one excited me the most. I was like, oh. Doug Peterson, a name I actually know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go to the Jags. I'm, I'm excited to see what he could do with Trevor uh, Lawrence.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. What he did with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz? Yeah, now you how get many... a true quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
3: Yeah, that, that was my biggest point is like, okay, you heard all these things like at the end of his tenure at Philadelphia and like just this confusion of like, him and Carson were never on the same page, and there was this weird back and forth. And then Hertz was in the fold at the end, and like like all these things. And then you you have this per, perennial quarterback out of college, and like he's the head coach you pick to develop him. Like I I don't get that was the biggest part. It was like yeah, I don't I don't know if this is it because clearly he. I don't know if it's just a communication thing, or if it was more of a Carson thing, but they were clearly not even on the same chapter. And then you hire him for Trevor Lawrence. I don't know; just big question mark for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know what? As long as he doesn't, you know, have someone end up in his lap, it's a, su- it's a success for the Jags this year. Um, you know, this one came out of left field for me. Colts defensive coordinator Matt Elberfluss getting the Chicago Bears job. Oh, God. It's shocking to me. I mean, Matt Elberfuss, I... I bust. The defense. They've been all right. They've been, you know, top 10 in the league maybe, but now you're getting the Bears. I don't... Yeah, Fitz. I that know just sounds...
1: That. The name, it just sounds like a bust. Mm. It's like when the Vikings got Brad Childress. It was like, bust. It was like, you knew. It's like, that's not going to work out. Oh man.
2: The first part of his name is fantastic, but his surname is, <laughs> is horrendous.
3: I mean talk about sticking to your identity. Like yeah, the Bears have had some pretty good defenses, but you gotta it's the same thing. You have this quarterback with a lot of potential. Like support him. Like come on. So this is this is the
1: defensive coordinator
0: of the Colts. Yeah, this is the DC mm. and he's not young. He's been okay. around for a long time. I he's not did. done anything amazing. The Colts defense have been good, but they haven't been great. They haven't been top of the league. So They were top of the league last year. Uh, maybe
1: not. They didn't finish top of the league. But they were like in October, November, the Colts were like they they were humming. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I may have to I may eat my own words on this. This this could be a a decent hire, but his name is absurd.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna give this hire a D. So I don't think you have to worry about it. <laughs> I hope so. We'll see. But if I'm wrong, I'll say it's the Bears. So it's a win-win for me. Uh, all right, this other hire, you guys. Uh, I'm curious how you Packers fan feel about Nathaniel Hackett traveling all the way to Denver now. Uh, Hackett had been a longtime assistant with Matt LaFleur there, getting his own chance there for Broncos. He was a name that popped up last year for some head coaching jobs. and his, Either he didn't interview right or, or they just wanted somebody else for whatever reason, but Nathaniel Hackett now gets his HC job in Denver.
1: Yeah. I like this one.
0: Yeah, obviously
1: sad to see him go, and it's a great hire for the Broncos. But, I mean, Packers fans knew he was – he was gonna go. It's it's his time. Broncos is interesting just because they have they have weapons at receiver. They're trying to figure out quarterback, but they've got so many weapons, they, and you know, tight end Noah Fant is also solid. So yeah. yeah, and then defensively, they've they've been solid, even even though you know, losing Von Miller to the Rams, it, and I can't remember if they got draft picks for that. But yeah, Broncos, I, I think they could be a team that's on the rise just need a good quarterback. <laughs> I don't know that Drew Locke or Teddy Two Gloves is the answer right now. Yeah.
0: They they sold their soul, their quarterback soul when they got Manning. So <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, last I heard the the big buzz was oh my god, Aaron Rodgers is now going to Denver. That's right. I will put money
1: down that Aaron Rodgers <laughs> remains in Green Bay. Like, yeah, I'm that confident. I, I it, is 90, it is 90% <laughs> chance he plays for the Packers next year. It's like 9.75% chance that he retires. It's like it's like
0: 0.25% that he plays for anybody else. Could could you imagine a year where Roethlisberger, Brady, and Rodgers all retire? That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. Like three of arguably some of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, but also, I got to
1: debunk. All these – I get so tired. Tim, you triggered me. All, I, all these people saying that Aaron Rodgers is going to go play. All the teams they're listing are AFC. It's like the Steelers, the Broncos, the Colts. Here's the thing. Brady just retired. Why would Rodgers go to the AFC where he's got to go through Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, you know, Lamar, Josh Allen, versus the NFC just seems wide open right now. It's like Matt Stafford, and, like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Russell or Kyler. I don't know. It's just for me, it's like, why would Rodgers leave? There's no reason for him to leave Green Bay
0: right now. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. It, you know, with the NFC move, but Nathaniel Hackett, they have a great relationship. There's there's a higher chance now of that, but I'm with you. I I, I don't see him moving to the AFC team. That doesn't make any sense to me. But, um. And then the last hire, this one isn't official yet, but it seems 99.9% sure it's going down. Kevin O'Connell, Rams, OC for the past two years, been putting up huge numbers obviously this year and last year. They were able to roll a little bit, even with Jared Goff at quarterback. He seems to be on the move to the Vikings. Vikings seem to be hiring him, um, which you Packers fan, I don't know how you feel about that, but the Rams offense has been explosive with this cap. Yeah, I'm a little worried now. You know, I was,
1: I thought the Lions had a great hire last year. Bears, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, we just talked about them, and you know, Colts defense was humming for a stint. So maybe that's a sign of things to come. And obviously, I mean, this is, this is the explosive offense that's in the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah, things things are kind of looking up, and. Man, uh, NFC North could be pretty
0: competitive in the next couple years. I mean, imagine what he did with Cup. Now he gets Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Like, scary. Scary, scary. And Thielen. Yeah. Boys, any other thoughts on it?
3: I mean, you guys said everything. I mean, I was like, well, look at who he has. He's got Cup. He's got... Yeah, he Jefferson, he's got Odell. And then you look at the the Vikings and you're like, oh crap, they uh they got some pretty good weapons there. So yeah. uh I don't like them coming to the division since it's ours for the taking, but uh <laughs> we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um well that's really it for the coaching hires. I mean, for me. A lot of head-scratchers. I, I, think, I think we're safe to say that, right? There's a lot of these hires that it's like, I don't know if I would have picked him. Like Brian Flores would have picked him probably over four or five of these guys, but what do we know? All right. Well, that's it for NFL coaches. You guys ready to talk about a little Super Bowl here? Let's do it.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I
0: don't know about you guys, but this halftime show – I am jacked for Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Like this is going to be one hell of a halftime show, and I'm pumped for it. How do you guys feel about this halftime show?
1: Can they perform live? That's always the question.
0: Ooh. Uh, I have no doubt about. It. These are legends, man. Come on. I hope so.
1: I've just been I've been disappointed in the past with with some of the performances
0: I've been hyped for. Oh yeah. You're, you're like optimistically cautious here. Is that what we're hearing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tim, what about you?
3: Yeah. This is the first one. Gosh. And like, since I can remember that I've been like, okay, I might actually keep halftime on. Like I might not go stuff my face in the kitchen. So we'll see. (laughs) I'll probably watch it this time. And, and, uh, See if they have any like dancing sharks or <laughs> show. anything cool. But yeah, I'm excited.
1: I'm pumped Matt. for Eminem. Uh I I will say that. I never thought he would do like and maybe he did before when they had like a bunch of people, but
2: this seems this seems pretty cool. Yeah. Matt, what about you? Uh I just don't even like Eminem actually that much, but I do love Dre. Uh <laughs> so I'll be all about Dre.
0: I hear you i dude. i'm I'm pumped like i I can't remember a to I'm sure I've been like Tim said like this jacked up for, and I'm just ready to get my gin and juice on, baby <laughs> like, let's go um uh, Kendrick also part of that group, which you bring an old school and new school here, Kendrick probably top four in our category here as hip hop fans so i'm I'm pumped for it um I'm all right cranked up to a twelve baby, let's go, <laughs> breaking off the meter, hopefully it pays off uh well. The game itself. Here's our picks. Tim, you're in the lead, like two last week. You've picked eight games right. Whew. Me, Slate, and Matt all tied for second with six, and then Fitz bringing up the rear with three. Uh, <laughs> Pretty three. Bad. Pretty bad. We talked about this last week. We said, Fitz, do you want a chance to catch us? You said, Nah. Make this Super Bowl yeah, only
1: worth two. I deserve. Points. I deserve to lose. <laughs>
0: So, Super Bowl worth two points here. Winner gets a nice, just nice mug, beer mug, Stein, Viking horn, whatever Tim decides to pick out, or one of us winners. Uh, tiebreaker will be
3: score pick.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay.
3: So is it closest to the score, or how does it? Yeah, closest to the score. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, I tell you what. Why don't we do over points? I think it'll be this amount of points.
3: What do we want to score? Oh, I'm, I'm fine either way. I'll give you the score and I guess I'll just add up the points. Yeah, all right. We'll just <laughs> do score. Yeah, we'll do
0: score. That'll work. All right. So without further ado, we got Cincinnati taking on the Rams. Over under set at 50 thanks to Vegas. LA is a four point favorite. That has since bumped up. That's seven points when I made this graphic a week ago. Um, So, Rams, seven-point favorite here. Uh, I'm feeling good about that. Just saying, Slate is taking Joe Burr, Joey Scheisty, and the Bengals to get it done. I haven't got a score yet, but I will text him right now and get a score. What do you guys say?
2: I'm going opposite what Tim says uh, because I won that glass.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll start us off here. After Slate. Um, I'm going Rams. I've been going <gasps> Rams the whole time. Going Rams and uh uh my score is oh it's gonna be heater. It's gonna be thirty-one twenty-eight Rams. Walk off walk off field goal. Yep. Stafford, last drive in the game, under a minute, and he's just gonna do what my boy does. He's gonna get it done. Mm.
2: I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Um, how good is it to even hear the word Cincinnati in this uh, park? It must be unbelievable. <laughs> I
0: don't know if you uh, can see, but I
2: cried a little bit. When yeah, you yeah. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go thirty-three twenty-eight. Thirty-three
1: twenty-eight. Man, I, I I see Evan McPherson knocking in a game winner. I'm trying to decide on the score. I th- I think Stafford's going to show up. I I think, you know, it's been a run for him. You know, excited to see what he can do in the in the Super Bowl. I saw a stat it was that Joe Burrow so these are both number 1 overall picks. And Stafford, this is the latest that a number 1 overall pick has ever made it to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow it's the earliest. That a number one overall has made it to a Super Bowl. I think there's gonna be a lot of field goals. I think the defenses are gonna are gonna tighten up in the red zone. So I think the the score is gonna be something really obscure. I'm gonna say 3330. There might even be a safety in there. <laughs> and like some two-point conversions. There's gonna be some weird stuff. I I, I just think there's gonna be a weird like mathematical battle because some plays are going to happen.
0: Man. Yeah. You know, I I think I want to put money on Money McPherson being the MVP. I think he's at a plus 1,300 odds and I think he's just going to knock out some field goals for us. You know, I'm taking Houday. Cincinnati getting Stafford and Odell in the clutch. Throw him away, baby. Give me Houday. Bengals put some Chili on your spaghetti. Went it around. Let's go, baby. Uh, you know, my score, I'm going 35 31. Cincinnati gets the job done. I'm pumped for this game. I'm jacked. Uh, but that's it for our Pickums Winner gets a nice glass. Uh, beer stein Slate's taking Bingles 27 21. Score. To score. Oh, I like that Ooh. score. That's a good score, too. I'm loving this. Points are being scored. I'm loving this. Uh, Might hammer that over here too, but uh, yeah, one hell of a game. And I think America can say this is probably one of the most hyped up Super Bowls because most people aren't fans of either team here. So Mm -hmm. I think people are like, "Hey, I'm just excited for a good game." so We'll see. Uh, All right, boys, ready for a pub parlay?
1: Gosh, I'm never ready.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, pub parlay here. We're going to do two of them this week because it's Super Bowl, and I think it just needs to be done. So, we're going to have a prop bet Super Bowl parlay, and then we're going to have our normal pub parlay. Okay. Um, So, a prop bet, for those of you who don't know, it's like, hey, Matthew Stafford's going to throw for over 250 yards, or maybe it's combined Matthew Stafford in – Joey Scheisty throws for 600 plus yards, or Cooper Cup will have a receiving touchdown. I want to know what your all's prop bet is.
2: So, after you calling him cancer, oh, season, here,
3: <laughs> I'm
2: gonna play a little reverse you card. I do bam. <laughs> Odell Beckham over 63 and a half yards. OBJ over 63 and a half. I like it.
0: I, I, I don't know if we got an answer for him on defense. So, yeah.
3: Oh, man.
1: Uh, I, I got one. Again, I don't know. I. Just randomly thinking one. I'm thinking first touchdown scored. Ooh, okay. Um I, I think you got you gotta go Cooper Cup. I think your odds are pretty are pretty good. Okay. Don't hate that one.
0: You know, this might be cheating here, but uh Joe Burrow, his rushing yards are set at ten and a half. I'll take that. Oh. I'm hammering the over there. Take Joe Burrow is getting more yeah. than ten and a half yards rushing.
3: Is there uh, a sack? Is there like a sack prop bet on Joe Burrow? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like nine and a half. I was about to say ten. I think I think Joe is going to get sacked. I'll give it three times. Yeah, that's. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be. You know, most everyone thinks it's gonna get annihilated. I think I think it'll be a little better than annihilation. I'm gonna give it three sacks on Joe Burrow.
1: That's probably the under.
3: Yeah. I
0: I don't see it on here.
3: Oh, okay. Uh you're on my bookie, right?
2: Yep. Total sacks on my the one I use uh is five and a half. That's the over and under line. For
0: total in a game?
2: A total in a game.
0: So, Tim, you want to take that one? Well, wait, what was the total? Sorry. Five and a half. So, between both teams. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Over five and a half sacks. Uh, and then for Devin, I'm just going to put this for Devin. I always love this one Gatorade bath color <laughs> orange, <laughs> orange, blue, green, yellow, slash lime, clear, red, slash pink, purple. What do you guys say?
2: Guys, a lot of colors. Um, of if Cincinnati wins, surely it's gonna be orange.
0: I think orange is like the most popular color for most of these guys, right? I have no blue. Idea. I'm gonna say <laughs> blue. Blue? We're everyone, say blue Gatorade. Everyone likes cool blue. All right, blue Gatorade. That's the Gatorade bass color. All right. Now, our normal parlay. So that's our Super Bowl parlay, our normal parlay here. Uh, what do you guys get if we do NBA or NHL? It's got to be on the same day or college basketball. you know, It's got to all be on a Saturday or Sunday. Same thing with Olympic sport. Uh, let's try to put it all on the same day so that way we make sure we can get it. Which I know that's a little... It handcuffs us a little bit.
1: Um, we'll figure out the day because there's a women's basketball game Sunday and there's a lot of men's games on Saturday, that I'm looking at.
2: Saturday's fun for me. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday. Right, Saturday. Okay. Manchester City to beat Norwich City. Man City. Top of table versus like Fergal. Okay, I love it. So we're safe bet here. I like it. I uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I like it.
3: Oh. I'm going to take uh, Hurricanes over the Wild on Saturday evening.
0: Love it.
1: Oh, man. I hate this. (laughs) A lot of pressure here. I know. Well, Auburn and Arkansas are playing right now, and I think Arkansas is ahead. Get an upset number one. I will take... Uh, I think I'm going to have to take a safe bet. Somewhat safe. I'll take Kansas over Oklahoma at home. That's not like an upset, but Oklahoma's pretty good. Kansas number eight in the country.
0: Hey, nothing wrong with taking safe bets here, boys. Nothing
1: wrong with mm. taking
2: safe bets.
0: Uh, I'm going to take Derek Lewis over Tia to Tagovola. If I can say it. it's not Tua. It's <laughs> Tia. Uh, in UFC this Saturday, I, I, you know, Tia, he's he's been off to a great start of his career, but I think Derek Lewis, you know, my balls are hot. I think he's just he's been around the game for long. He's got knockout power, and I think he's going to get it done for it. But uh, I feel good about Pope Paul Parlay. I feel really good about the prop bets. Uh, the only one I was shaking about is the Gatorade. But Fitz, I'm gonna believe in you. The Gatorade, you can, you can change it. I wasn't feeling confident. Oh gosh. Oh no. Oh. Everything's in line now Alright <laughs>
2: Everything's fully apart yeah.
0: full uh, Random question Anybody got one for us? It's Valentine's week Ooh, some of this. I don't have a question
1: But it's Valentine's
2: um, What sport would you see yourself doing in the Winter Olympics? We did that last
0: week Yeah oh. we did do that last yeah, week yeah, yeah. With um, Jay Gray somebody was here They were known
2: yeah apologies (laughs) good good question
0: (laughs) oh man oh it's tough Mm. what about best love song oh great show best love song All right,
1: like it's Valentine's my neck you you, you got (laughs) that (laughs) you gotta woo your woman what are you what what song are you gonna play for you know light some
2: candles that's a good one um oasis (laughs) wonderful
3: that's the most british answer i've ever heard Uh, oh man i love it we don't talk about bruno <laughs> and Kato <laughs> get out of here it's literally been on our Alexa for fucking repeat all week is this by you or by both No, of you it's, and... no it's, it's her okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna cheat it's our first dance song me and Claudia it's gotta be turning pages by slipping it last man i asked the question i don't even have an
1: answer um, Ooh, i gotta about, whenever you're done what about my heart will go on so- Ooh. <laughs> uh-huh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go.
0: go
3: that's a good one how about linger by the cranberries oh, anybody yeah oh that's a good one. Ooh,
0: Ooh yeah. that's a good one <laughs> it's tickled me right my <laughs> 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 hey that's gonna do it for the show great show boys uh, have a wonderful and safe Super Bowl and wonderful weekend, Valentine's Day all that, spread some love, spread some good vibes spread some day vibes baby because we're getting the job done it's coming home all right, you guys be good
2: we'll catch you next week
0: bye have a wonderful time see ya
2: in a bit go well
0: perfect, I love it I love it